Today's podcast is brought to you by Pink Poodle, located off of Bascom Avenue and San Carlos. We are now open. All the strippers will be wearing COVID masks. Please bring the kids. We have an all-you-can-eat buffet served by San Jose's finest ladies. Adults come after 10 when the real fun starts. Children of all ages, welcome before 10. Once again, come on down to the Pink Poodle. Hello, welcome to the Daniel Longoria podcast. Today's date is March 31st, 2021. Man, it feels good to be back on these airways. Today I got a special guest, uh, my brother named Alex William Richard Longoria. How you doing, Alex? Welcome to the show again. Very excited to be here. Very excited that I'm a regular guest. Yeah, you are the first two-time guest on my podcast. So this is, uh, you know, it's quite the feat, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, this past weekend, you turned 36 years old. How do you feel about that? I feel good. I feel the same. You feel the same? I mean, age, you start to deteriorate. You know, you start waking up, you start feeling like crap, and uh, none of that has hit you yet? No, I feel pretty good. We all went out. We did a hike for my birthday, which was cool. Went into San Francisco and did Land's End. And uh, when we talked the next day, you you actually sent me a text and said, my body feels like shit. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean... So I feel like a million bucks. Still do. Wasn't sore. Yeah, I'm 30 pounds overweight. Maybe that has a, has a lot to do with why uh, my body was hurting, but I'm trying and I'm pushing it through. So I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah, I'm proud of you. You you're good. You were huffing and puffing or anything on the hike. So no, I was. You know, de- I thought I, that was good. I was definitely huffing and puffing. I thought my fucking heart was gonna blow out my chest, but you know, I made it. And uh, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. You know, so yeah, absolutely. Next time I'm gonna kick that hike's ass right in the fucking ass. Um. Anyway, so we went to Santana Row to the new barbecue restaurant called Sauce. Is it Sauce or Sauced? Sauced. Sauced. Okay. My Which is a nice play on drinking, oh yeah, and huh? getting sauced, but also being a barbecue restaurant. I'm getting sauced. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I dinner was at six o'clock. I ate only one protein bar the whole day until dinner, and I looked at my lady and I was like, "I'm gonna spend 120 bucks tonight." And how much did I spend that night, Alex? 127 Yeah, $127. That's what I spent on uh, my meal. Um, so we got the nachos. Bomb. Chicken nachos. Bomb. Must try. Um, and then I got the uh, the Brussels sprouts. It comes with a little, bit, a little bit of pork belly. That was really, really damn good. I'm a big fan of Brussels sprouts. Uh, I, I've been known to make some bomb-ass Brussels sprouts. So um, I had to try theirs, and they didn't disappoint. They looked good. I didn't try the Brussels sprouts, but they looked good. I'm They're, also a fan of Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I didn't want to share none. Then I got the three three meat platter. So I got uh, brisket, and then I got the pork belly. Um, uh, what the hell? Pork you belly. You got the, uh, burnt tips or something like that? Burnt, burnt tits, tips. And then I got the um, 
uh, I forgot what else I got. And then a mac and cheese and waffle fries. And man. And I, it, gave, I gave you a piece of my cornbread. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cornbread, too. Dude, that place was really damn good. It's expensive, but I think it was worth the uh, money that I paid. And so, Sauce, if you're listening, I will definitely be back like a lot. I'll be there a lot. I'll probably be there like every other weekend. 10 out of 10. Place was amazing. Yeah. Glad you chose that place to have your uh, little shindig. Um, I I looked them up just to find out if there was a location in SoCal. And yeah, there is a, so- a, lo- a SoCal location. So oh, nice. I'll be visiting them too. Well, so if you're in the San Jose area or uh, somewhere in the Bay Area and you haven't tried sauce, get your ass down there and uh, show them some love, especially during this pandemic. Restaurants are trying to bounce back. And, you know, I'm always going to show love to a restaurant that treats me right. You know, you treat me right with food. You put a big old smile on my goofy face. I'm going to treat you right, and I'm going to advertise your restaurant everywhere I can. Sauce, you are the bomb. Sauce, you are the best barbecue. Yeah, best barbecue in San Jose, bar none. Andy's Barbecue over there on uh, Bascom, you're number two. No, that's not Andy's. Uh, Distant. That's uh, uh, that's Sam. Sam, Sam, Sam. you're distance number two. I don't like you guys because you're right there by uh, a high school, and I used to go by that to the high school. Uh, Del Mar, and I would always walk by you guys, and I could never afford anything because you're so damn expensive. So, Sam, screw you, whoever the hell you are, and your barbecue. You can stick that tri tip up your ass. Yeah. You oh, know boy. What? I actually have a lot of resentment towards Sam's. Yeah. Because I could never afford it either and always smelled pretty damn good. You know what else I hate? I hate Round Table's Pizza, too. The most overrated pizza ever because that used to be, it's right, it's still right there by Del Mar High School. Another restaurant that I was too broke to afford when I was a high school student. So screw you too, round table pizza, you sons of guns. Your pizza's trash. I don't even know why everybody thinks your pizza's the best. It's really not. I'll take Tony and Alba's all day over round table pizza. Okay, well, I'm going to disagree with you. I think round tables is good. No. Um, but I do feel the same way about you about it because it is way, way too expensive. But yeah, shout out to Tony and Alba's. Big fans of the podcast. Big time. Yeah, big, big fans of the podcast. Big fans of the podcast. Uh, I, you know, so on my Instagram page, uh, you could find me there. And uh, Tony and Albus followed me. And um, I did a little drawing for them, and they liked it. So I think me and Tony Albus has a uh, really great relationship going. And um, I'm really looking forward to... Their sponsorship. Th- this Their sponsorship. Um, I will definitely be... Um, at Tony Alpas this weekend doing a meet and greet. So if you would like to meet me on Saturday at 6 p.m., I will be there signing autographs, um, giving away uh, merch and all that good stuff. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. San Jose uh, classic favorite, Tony and Alba's. Yes. Um, and if you haven't um, already went and um, joined my Instagram page, it's Mr. Underscore Dance Underscore Art Underscore Podcast. The name's a little difficult right now, but it's in the beginning phase, and so I will get something more easier and catchy. But um, there's just my my brain runs about a million miles per hour, so I have tons of ideas going, and sometimes things get put on the back page of my agenda, and that's clearly one of them. But yeah, go to that again. So it's a uh, Mister Underscore Dance Underscore Art Underscore Podcast, and um, I have art on there that I'm doing for all the San Jose. Uh, um, but like you know, children, the children of San Jose. Yeah, the children of San Jose. Yeah, I feel like this. The children of San Jose really have it hard. We just the whole East Side is a bunch of bad parents. Um, 
You know, and it just seems like San Jose as a whole is just going down the gutter. So Yeah, Eastside San Jose is in a tough rut and has been that way for, <laughs> I want to say, the last 47 years. Yeah. And it would just be nice if someone would just do something for the kids. And uh, it's good to see you do that. Yeah, I, I will do, uh, yeah, bring your kids. I'll sign their forehead or whatever you need me to do for them. Speaking of Eastside San Jose, why does it smell the way that it smells? As soon as you drive into that spot. It just smells different. What does it smell like to you? What are, what are you referencing to? It just smells sweet but nasty at the same time. It does. Uh, yeah. It smells like like um, it smells like Tootsie Roll pops over there. Yeah. It smells like sweet ass or some shit. It's like something really, really damn weird. It's pungent. It's quite pungent. Yeah. I don't really. I don't know what the hell is going on over there, but the city, the city workers of San Jose need to get over there and do some work. I feel like the city workers of San Jose are really scared of the gang members on the east side because I never see them work on the east side. I always see them downtown or in Willow Glen. And those streets are really, really nice. So the city workers do a great job. But I feel like they're very scared to go to the east side and do some actual um, work because, like I said, they're afraid. So if the city workers of San Jose could, you know, um, put that shield down and, you know, get some confidence and uh, get your asses to the east side and start fixing the streets. Maybe that will help the whole east side environment. Yeah, no disrespect. Definitely no disrespect to the city workers. Yeah, no disrespect to the city workers. We're very aware that you're huge fans of the pod. Yes, very big big fans of the podcast. Uh, I know some of you over there um, at the city place, city workers, don't really care for some of my views. But hey, man, I'm, I'm willing to... Uh, get wait. a clue. I'm, yeah. Yeah, get a clue. Oh, no, I'm just kidding, man. I'm willing for you to um, get a clue, man. Like, seriously, get a freaking clue. Like, Get a clue. Listen up. Yeah. quit. Listen up. Quit listening to your freaking Nina and Nino and get your head out of your ass. And, you know, what I say is, you know, I'm a smart guy. So um, I really think that what I say is pretty much uh, gospel. So. And we mean that in the kindest way. Yeah, yeah. So please don't take no offense. Um, you know, no disrespect, but you do wear a helmet at work for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. It's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so today, uh, you know, today I went to work and it was a really, really slow day at work. We have a lot of things going on, a lot of things that are broken. Um, so I had a lot of time on my hands. So I was about to, you know, I was searching for podcasts to listen to and, um, I already ran through all of my podcasts. It's like I'm caught up to every single one. So I started searching for a new one. Um, and I seen this one. It was like serial killers. And I started listening to it. And then um, I thought it was about like a fat dude who was like killing hella like cereal, like Lucky Charms and Rice Krispie Treats. But it happened to be about like real ser- serial killers. And so it got me thinking like, what are some of the serial killers that really like motivate you do you have any serial killers that motivate you like motivate me to do what i don't know if i like where this is going well do you all right let's let's rank your top three serial killers right now go ahead i don't know if i feel comfortable doing this if i'm being (laughs) honest like top three serial killers who did it the best who did the best yeah who did it the best who who just like you're like damn i'd really admire that guy's work I'm, yeah, I don't have one that I admire. I mean, if you want to share, go ahead and maybe that will kind of spark some interest for me. But like, I'm not going to come on your pod and be like, hey, huge fan of Charles Manson. Like, 
Well, Charles wow. Manson was in Serial Killers, and uh, well, you know, Zodiac. Oh, great guy. Zodiac. Okay, right. here we let's talk about the Zodiac. Bay Area native. Always got to root for those guys. Um, he put it down for the Bay. Like, you know, we all hate the police nowadays. And guess what? Guess who was trolling the police back in the days? The Zodiac Killer. So, you know, all you anti-police people out there should be rooting for this the Zodiac because he really played with their minds, you know. And, um, you know, he was killing people, writing letters uh, to them. And I don't know. He's like one, one of my all-time favorites. Oh, cool, man. Well, that's, uh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. hell of a story. Yeah, hell of a story. Um, my, I, w- I wouldn't say, like, root for them. Like, I wouldn't say that out loud. Okay, well, I'm not, like, rooting for him. But it's already, whatever's done has been done. So maybe rooting is the wrong word, but... Maybe I, just like, hey, I'm intrigued by him. Yeah, I'm not, intrigued. hey, yeah. this guy inspires me and I'm motivated. Yeah, like, sometimes I don't really know how to express myself. So yeah, he didn't definitely didn't inspire me or motivate me. But uh, like... He's, but hell of a story. Like, yeah, he's like, he's a hell of a good worker. Yeah. Yeah, good worker. Okay, yeah, that's um, good. I mean, he, he had an idea. Yep, and he followed through. And he followed through. So and, if, yeah. If that's not admirable, then I don't know what is. And and he never got caught. So, you know, who knows? Maybe your your Tio was a, the Zodiac Killer. You never know. Like, everybody assumes he's a white guy. What if he was a Chicano? You never know. What if he was Chicano, just like us? You know, what if he was? What if he was just this big old fat, sweaty Mexican dude just stomping around the Bay Area, slashing throats and... Then writing these dope ass letters to the SFPD, you know, and then he was like going home and eating menudo or something. Yeah, I mean, you never know. You yeah. never know. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's my favorite man, and uh, I really admire his work. And so, uh, if you're out there, Zodiac Killer, awesome job. If you're gone, R.I.P. And uh, hopefully, you found the good Lord before you passed on. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, so basically, um, what's going on now? So the 49ers, they traded up. Uh, we're big football fans. The 49ers are our team. And we traded up from the 12th spot to the third spot. And we are in the hunt for quarterback. So Jimmy Garoppolo's gone, right? What do we What do we think about Jimmy? I don't know, but I just got to say, the Niners made my week by making this trade. Yeah. I mean, when shit like this happens, I just have so many friends from the past just reach out to me and we can just celebrate with each other. Yeah. We're texting multiple times throughout the week. I mean, this is, I'm not kidding. I'm probably texting with about 25 different 49er fans that maybe I haven't talked to in about a year. Dude, I've been talking. Just because of this trade. I only have one person texting me. uh, So I don't know what that says about me. And you're the one that's texting me. Nobody else texts me about anything. So. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well. I mean, how do you get so many people to like contact you? Because I, I would like to learn that trait. Um, you know, well, I've worked with a lot of people over my uh, over my work career. So yeah, so have I. Like, I think I'm pretty likable, don't you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's some questionable things. I mean, when you start, you <laughs> know, talking about praising the zodiac. Oh yeah. Um, Maybe that is a turnoff. Yeah, and I don't know who you who else you have said that to, and I think that. Could be a little bit of the issue. Yeah. Um, you don't necessarily have a filter. Oh. You're supposed to have one of those? Yeah, well, you don't need to. Yeah, I'd rather not. I like who I am. <laughs> but someone might be 
<laughs> oh shit, Daniel's a huge Niner fan. I'm gonna text him. Oh, the fucking dude that talks about the Zodiac all the time. <laughs> yeah, but see, like I say outlandish stuff, but I'm really not like that. Like I just like to say stuff like that because honestly, I I just don't think before I say stuff. And but I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a nice dude. I think you're... Yeah, I'm a hella nice dude. I worked with a lot of people, and a lot of there's like I would say like 65 percent of the people like me. So that's a good number. That's a definitely a good number. And I guess you're up at the 95 percentile. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. Have you ever had a coworker hate you? Honestly, oh, you, don't, yeah. you don't have to like tell us stories or anything. Just yes or no. 100 percent. Dang, dude. Yeah, 100%. I have definitely had some coworkers <laughs> that have some animosity towards me. And you know what? All's forgiven. Um, you know, you were in a crazy state of mind at the time. I was, you know, I can see why you were jealous of me. I was doing yep. all, you know, I, I'm a hard worker. Um, and all my ex uh, uh, bosses can contest to that. Um, and so. It's not my fault that you have some animosity towards me and you just didn't know You're how. Jealous. To, jealousy. Um, it's, it's not a good look on you, homeboy. You're sick. Yeah, you're sick in the head. Um, I mean, get, just get that taste out your mouth. because You're maybe, twisted. Yeah, you're, you're definitely twisted. You're sick in the freaking head. You're twisted, demented. Um, I guarantee you'll probably die alone um, if you ever hated him. You me. have no friends. Yeah, no friends. Um, so... Those were just things that I think about when someone's hating. Yeah. If you're a big hater, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's childish. Um, and you need to grow up. You just need to have fun with life. Yeah. Stop being so serious. Stop being so damn serious. That's what I, you know. Haters are just too serious. Why are you so serious? You hate us because you ain't us. <laughs> yeah, you hate us because you ain't us. That's a great quote. Yeah, but you know, I just don't understand why people uh, worked with me and disliked me because you know, I work with a great group of guys now, and they all like me because I just make them laugh every day, and I and I get my job done, and I, I feel like I've always been like that. Um, have this has there been some issues with me? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've had my fair share of issues, but you know what? I picked myself back up, strapped my boots, and went back the next day and did my best. Yep. You never lie to your boss's face. No, I've, I've definitely oh. lied to my boss's face. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we all have. Uh, one time I told my boss that I was sick on a Sunday, and then um, I was at a 49er game. But it was a sick-ass game, so I don't think I lied. <laughs> it was not a total lie, you know? Yeah. One time, um, this is when I was managing a restaurant back in the day. I won't say which restaurant. It's one of my favorite stories. Uh, and so... It was, I, I had the opening shift. I, I was the manager and I had an employee call out for their PM shift. And it was a, it was a date of a big game. We were right by San Jose State. I think it was probably like homecoming game or something like that. And I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Like, kid's calling out. I'm sure, it's, he's full of shit, right? He's got to be lying. Right, right. And I told myself if I, if I find out he's lying, he's in trouble. Okay. So... I ended up going to that homecoming game because I had the AM shift. Nice. And sure enough, I run into that guy. And uh, he wasn't sick. He was at the game having a great time. Well, Long story short, I ended up uh, firing his ass. But um, Yeah, he's probably doing really good now. Probably, probably really, really good. But... No, he probably is. He's probably doing fantastic. Hey, shout out to you. You're doing well. And I'm proud of you. Shout out to because you. Because it's probably a good lesson learned. You and know? just know I was never mad. Hey, you know... Yeah, 
we do a lot of dumb things when we're young and whatever you did in the past can always be forgiven and you can always learn from your mistakes. I have a tons of dumb stuff I've done at work. Um, one of the dumb things I did at work was uh, I was probably 22 years of age. Um, I was working at a restaurant. Um, this restaurant was really, really busy. We were doing a great job. And um, the managers, I'm not going to mention who, they just created this let's get drunk on the job environment. <laughs> I was bartending at the time. It was a Saturday night. Things were bumping. This young lady asked me to make her an appletini. I made it for her. The older lady looked at me and she said, hey, what is that drink right there? And I said, it was an appletini. <laughs> and she goes, oh, how do you make that? So I proceeded to grab the apple pucker and the vodka and I poured it straight in my mouth and I told her, that's how you make it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, she started laughing hysterically and was enjoying it. And my boss who was drunk off his ass, looked at me and said, hey, hey, that was really funny, but I have to send you home. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I just gave this guy like three shots of Patron and he gets to send me home. So, you know, I learned um, that you're, I guess you're not allowed to make drinks in your mouth. So I never did that again. Yeah, I remember that story. That was a good story. Yeah, I was scared that I was going to go to uh, that I was going to get fired. But then I remembered... Oh shit, my bosses drink too. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't tripping after I really sat down and thought about it. I remember this one time um, at a job, you, you threw a loaf of bread, you were trying to throw it over over a, a pillar. Yeah. And it actually struck a customer in the head. Yeah. So Talk it, me through that. Uh, it was a Sunday night and it was a really dead, it was towards the end, it was probably about 9.30, the restaurant closes at 10. You were a closer, I'm yes, assuming? I was a closer. Um, yeah. This is, again, it was a young young age. I was probably, I think I was like 20 at this time. And um, my good friend Travis was my buster. Um, so me and Travis were, I was the closing server and he was the closing um, buster. And there was a table, there was about two tables in the restaurant. Um, so I just got done with one of the tables and they just paid their check. So I was bussing it. They left about a whole loaf of bread on their table and so I grabbed it and I looked at Travis and I go, hey, do you think I could throw this loaf of bread into the center area from here? It's about a 15 yard throw. He goes, I bet you can't. And I go, you know, being the being the guy that I am, I'm, you know, I'm really I'm athletic, I'm competitive. And I took that as a challenge. So I launched you it. Should. I launched it um, and it hit. A part of the ceiling. I, I think I threw it a little too high. I project over projected where I was throwing it, and it hit the ceiling, ricocheted off the ceiling, and it bounced and hit this old dude, old white guy on his head, and landed in his pasta. Yeah, true story. <laughs> I run over there and I grab the loaf of bread and I go, "I'm so sorry, sir. I don't know who the heck's playing around there in the back, but I apologize 100." <laughs> and God bless that man. He didn't complain at all. My heart sunk. I thought I was done. I thought I lost my job over a stupid trick. Um, but yeah, I lucked out and, and I learned I never threw a loaf of bread in the restaurant again. I can't believe that I had to learn that way. Yeah. It was a good life lesson for all of us. We were all new in the game. Yeah, new and in the game. Someone 
had to teach us that life that life tool. You know, I, I we we would have to do a pod, a podcast on restaurant stories. Yeah, we've been in the industry for a really long time, and the stories are literally endless. Endless. I mean, if you work in a restaurant, it's the funnest job ever. The things that suck about working in a restaurant is you have to work the weekends. But you know what happens? You and all your coworkers at a restaurant become best friends. And you guys hang out with each other on the weekends because we all get out late. So we all go out with each other after work. Um, so I, I build a lot of great friendships working in restaurants and just some of the funniest things happen there. It's yeah, it's a it's a great job to have, but also a dangerous job because you could get trapped in it because um, the money's great. And uh, yeah, so it's fast. It's fast money. Fast money. But you will get trapped. Yeah, yeah. You will have stories for a lifetime. Yeah. Stories for a lifetime. Um, but yeah, so. I don't regret any of the mistakes I made in my life. Um, I've learned from them. You know, like I said, I guess you can't make drinks in your mouth while you're working. I guess you can't throw bread inside the restaurant if you work there. Um, so I learned from that, and hopefully I will never do that again. I don't work in restaurants no longer, so pretty sure I'm okay right there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, what do you have planned for the summer? I guess you're going to Hawaii, huh? Yeah. Going to Hawaii next month. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not summer. It's It'll be spring. But yeah, going to Hawaii. Nice. Should be fun. Going to go with the wife. She's going to celebrate her birthday over there. I've never been to Hawaii. Uh, you got to go. You should go. Yeah. Um, I probably won't go. I just really don't like Hawaiian punch. I hate Hawaiian pizza. No, but you love Hawaiian barbecue. Um, I do. But I don't think they have L&L's over there, so I probably won't go. I like L&L barbecue, which is Bay Area based. What, when did so, so when when did you start disliking Hawaiian Punch? Because you loved it as a kid. Uh, when it started giving me um, diabetes, I definitely had to stay away from it. I don't have diabetes, but uh, I was about a 23-year-old fat kid. And uh, the doctor told me I was pre-diabetic. And I definitely was drinking tons of Hawaiian Punch. And ever since then... Um, my relationship with the Hawaiian punch has went down the, sh- the, the the gutter. I don't like it no more. Do you like Hawaiian shirts? Hawaiian shirts. No, I do not like Hawaiian shirts because in order to like a Hawaiian shirt, you have to actually go to Hawaii. And I don't like any movies that are based out of Hawaii. Do you I, like pineapple? I don't like pineapple. It burns my mouth when I eat it and I just can't stand it. Pineapple is disgusting. Do you like water? Like ocean? I like the uh, ocean. Um um, like near Mexico, the Gulf of Mexico is really warm. The water over there is probably not warm. Do you like bikinis? I don't like bikinis. They just show a little too much skin. I would prefer my lady in a turtleneck. That would be the best bet. Especially if she has some big jugs. I would love my lady in a turtleneck. I don't want... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're, you've always been a fan of big jugs. What else? Come on, keep on going. Do you have anything uh, okay. else? Yeah. Uh, Surfing? Do you, well, do you like to get laid? <laughs> Uh, yes, but I don't like to get laid by, um, flowers. Flowers, I'm really allergic. When they touch my skin, I, I break out, so... Do you I, like the movie Moana? Uh, I like the movie Mona. Um, Moana, I like, it's about a Mexican chick from the barrio, and she makes menudo uh, beneath the freeway, and, and this... Okay, this, I, she, I got one, I got one. Do you love ice cream, so, uh, shaved ice? Um, I liked... I do not like shaved ice. No, I definitely don't. I like regular ice cream made with milk. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, there's nothing about Hawaii. Hawaii Airlines, I hear, is a really racist airline. I really don't like that airline whatsoever. Well, I think we just named everything Hawaiian, and if you don't like that, then... I can't stand volcanoes. They kill thousands of people every year. I just They're disgusting. Crystal meth. Crystal meth is pretty good, actually. Uh, I really like that drug. It keeps East San Jose thriving. Um, so that's probably one thing I do like about... Oh, I also like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. brother. Yeah, he's actually pretty cool. I wish he was born in San Jose, though. He would be a lot better if he was. Okay, so a couple of different things. Now, if you had the opportunity to potentially meet Dog the Bounty Hunter, if you went to Hawaii, would you go? If I can guarantee that you would meet him. Yeah, I would definitely go and smoke crystal meth with him by a volcano. Definitely go. Nice. Dog the Bounty Hunter has an amazing head of lettuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like what he does for a living, though. I just like him because he looks like a, a burnt-down Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he does. But I don't like the the fact that he goes around and chases people, you know, because, you know, and tries to put him back in jail. Like, that's not cool. And then he, he thinks he's doing them a favor by giving him a cigarette. I don't like that part either about him. That sounds like you don't really like Dog the Bounty Hunter because that's all he does. <laughs> His freaking hands probably smell like smoke and big coochie. I don't like that. Okay. Yeah. For sure. For sure. All right. Uh, whatever. What else would you like to talk about? Is there anything on your mind that you need to get off your mind or anything? Um, no, I, I don't have anything on my mind. Have um, you know? I used my therapist for that, so <laughs> you know. So far, so good. So far, so good. I've seen a therapist before, um, and I just feel like I couldn't relate to him. He was like an old ass Asian dude, and I was just like, I need to talk to somebody about you know problems, and this guy over here is just way too old and he freaking went to high school with abraham lincoln and i was just i mean him just didn't didn't mesh so um maybe i should give it another shot but that was a long time ago i think i do need some um mental help um there's a lot of issues that i have so i need to get that cleared out yeah um i, I agree I, I, for whatever reason i was talking to my therapist and uh the last couple of times, she just keeps talking about work for me. And it's like, lady, I'm thriving. Yeah. Work's not the issue, you know? So, yeah. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. It's just like, I, I work's work. I really don't care about work. I just go there and like show up and do what I'm asked to do. And then I go home and then that's where the real shit starts to like, you know? Yeah, well, hey, you're doing a good job. 2021's been a good year for you. Yeah, yeah. You're like the rest of these losers, right? You went over here, you started a podcast, said you're going to do it, you made it happen. Boom. A couple episodes in now. Yep, a couple episodes in. You decided, hey, I'm an artist. Boom, you made it happen. You got gigs with Tony and Alba's doing autograph signings. Yeah. You're donating I'll... paintings and drawings to children of the Eastside Community Center. Yeah, so I'm going to be donating um, any um, any of my arts at the... Uh, at the community center over there on the east side off of King and Story Road. Um, so um, feel free to bring the kids by. I will draw them a little art and then I'll sign my name for them. Um, that will be uh, April 17th um, uh, at 2 o'clock p.m. That Once again, that's April 17th Sunday at 2 p.m. on the east side of King and Story. And all we're asking for is just a couple, couple bucks as a donation. Couple just to bucks. pay for, just to pay for the art supplies, a couple bucks, yeah, eight nine bucks, ten bucks, 
eight, 10 bucks, whatever you like. Um, if you want to donate a couple of gift cards from like Hammer and Lewis or uh, San Jose Blue Jeans, those are definitely will, will be accepted as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also will have my Tia there. She'll be making bowls of menudo. Um, so those, we, I think we're selling those for uh, $15 a bowl um, on that day. So For sure. And I'll be selling slices of pizza. Yeah. There as well, because I'm just trying to start like a little side hustle too. So I'll have some pizzas out there. I'll be selling them by the slice, mm-hmm. just so it's a fun place. We're gonna be COVID safe. I guarantee it. I promise that. Yeah. Um, I'll have Little Caesars when we sell it, just for maybe you know three, four bucks a slice, and yep. And uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. So April seventeenth, Sunday. I'll be side. selling. Um, it's. Gonna, I looked at the weather already. It's going to be very hot on that day. I think it's going to reach ninety eight degrees. So I'll have uh, water bottles available um, for sale for like nine fifty a bottle. So feel free to hydrate. Um, they'll be ice cold, ice fresh because uh, I'll get some ice and put them in an ice bucket. So once again, it's going to be like ninety five degrees, and so I got the bottles for nine fifty. So you really can't beat that price on a hot day because you know. Um, water is a hot is a big commodity when on a hot day like that. And the east side gets really hot because it's closer to the earth, I think. But yeah, I mean, not closer no, to the earth, to the sun. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it just gets hot because it's actually hell. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to start trying to sell my merchandise at the flea market. So if anybody has any connections to give me a space at the flea market, it's really hard to get the space there. But I would really like to sell my merchandise at the flea market. Unless they close it down. I wouldn't be mad if they close the flea market down because honestly, it smells like crap in there. Yeah, it does. One time I bought a shirt from there and it smelled like pineapple and I freaking threw up all over it and it looks like a tie-dye shirt now. Yeah. Um, Well, anyways, man, um, it was a pleasure having you on and um, I look forward to your next visit to the Bay Area. Um, You're going back down to sunny San Diego um, and... Yeah, that's just a shitty-ass city, so enjoy that shitty-ass weather down there, you know? Yeah, for sure. I will. I will. I'll send you some photos from the pool. Yeah. Well, uh, we really appreciate you guys for joining us and listening to the podcast. If uh, you have anything you would like to, you know, like for us to talk about next time, feel free to DM me, um, and then maybe I'll talk about your topic or something. So, uh and and if you if you have a business and you're looking for some marketing, some artwork, please don't hesitate to reach out. Don't hesitate to reach out. Cha 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 cha. Well, uh, I love you guys and um, appreciate everything you do. I appreciate all the likes on my Instagram page, and um, I'll see you guys once again at Tony and Alba's this Saturday. Be there or be square.